All right, and hack. It is time to start the live show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the United States Department of Nerds. We are the new home of the Queens of Nerdom podcast. I am Jen, one of your hosts. And I'm Tay. Um, there's going to be more to come from this group. Uh, so please blur with us as we continue to grow. Um, and build into something that all nerds from all walks of life um, that can come, hang out, learn, and share. Without further ado, here's our fabulous intro. intro. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the episode two of uh, the Queens of uh, Nerdum, or Quan for short. Uh, so since we are part of DFPN, we decided to kind of take one of their traditions. And and since we met on the smoke pit, uh, what they usually do is a shot before they get really into their show. So without further ado, Jen, what are you going to be taking a shot of? Do I have to tell you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> actually i really like it it's actually called pink whitney okay it's a uh, it's a pink lemonade vodka okay out of my really cool uh barb from the trolls movie let's see let's I, see packed it. On, I packed on my shot glasses you see <laughs> i love it all right and i will She's be taking out of my oh there we go dwight schrute false dwight glass yes um i will be taking a shot of the good old Ciroc, uh pomegranate so uh to growth with dfpn to cheers salute my friend <laughs> salute <laughs> my boom got in the way yeah so i heard <laughs> damn boom all right so 
I'm going to get my feelings a little bit. Tay, do you mind if I, I do that really quick? Please go for it. Okay. So this project came a little bit earlier than anticipated. Um, we were actually a few months away from uh, launching this, but as we know, things in the universe don't always uh, go the way we want. But our stars aligned, and here we are. Um, to go back even further, I know I'm going to be a little honest. We actually didn't happen. Almost. 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 Um, but we were rescued. We were rescued. Tay and I were rescued. And our enthusiasm was rejuvenated to continue. And Tay and I are just absolutely pumped now. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, found a place that just kind of feels like home where, like, you belong. And uh, for us, that's the DFPN. That's the Adapt Feeling Podcast Network. And, you know, to not cut any corners, that's Willie and Kaylee. Um, Jeff, our producer, you guys have helped us out so much. And we greatly appreciate it. So... This is a place where, you know, we can kind of kick our feet up and just be ourselves. And, um, yeah, DFPN's our home now, and we're going to be here and we're staying. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm out of my feelings. Um, it's all good, girl. But uh, Thanks. Um, there's a lot of other uh, great and amazing podcasts that are on this network. Um, like I said, The Smoke Pit, where our buddies Willie and Kaylee hang out. If you guys want to check them out, it's a great podcast. That's where I spend my my Friday nights hanging and uh, joking with those guys. Um, but on uh, today's episode, we're bringing you our favorite and mostly forgotten X-Men villains. And hey. X-Women. Women. Yeah, the, the women. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, Tay. Um, there is one um, thing I would like to say. So... We're bringing you some information today that just kind of like scrapes the surface. There's lots of information out there. And honestly, this podcast would be like three hours long if we went down every single rabbit hole that I like ran into. I ran into one today about the Celestials and I was there like an hour and a half. And I was like, hey, help me. I'm in a rabbit hole. I got to get out. And I was like, rope. <laughs> like, save me. So, so if there's things you guys want to interject, that's cool. But just know that, you know, there's not things that we're passing up. That, that we, we try to cover some things we feel like is important, but there's a lot of other good information out there. If you guys want to like dive into it, I highly encourage you to do so. A lot of great comic book information. Mm -hmm. Without further ado. Okay. All right. So to start out, our first... Uh hero or correction villain my bad <laughs> the first villain that we're going to be talking about is lady deathstrike to start it all out with yes you did see her in x-men 2 however i didn't feel like she got enough justice done for her um just because of how i think how awesome she is so um i wanted to talk about uh kind of like who she was and then like the powers that she has um so all to begin with is that she came from japan um, and there she was like, she was real good, like good doer. Uh, everything was good. Um, and she had this lover named Kiro, um, that she kind of like, well, you know, she was, they were lovers. And then, um, 
like her dad um, kind of like took him from her and they became like a team. So um, she wanted to go like rescue him. Of course, like that's great, right? So she teamed up with Daredevil. Um, he was looking for Bullseye. Yes, the Bullseye from the Daredevil movie that nobody talks about. And, <laughs> oh, damn. and uh, it was there um, that she was going after for her lover, uh, Kiro. At this point, um, she had killed her father um, and then saw her lover uh, commit suicide in honor of his master, which is a big like thing in Japan. But um, of course, like if any of you guys out there are feeling uh, depressed or anything, there is a crisis line out there. It's the 988. Please reach out to it. Don't suffer in silence. You know, definitely get the help that you need. And this is a great place to just everybody to be together. So um, definitely make sure that you are taking care of yourself mental health wise. Yeah. All right. Yeah, please so. don't kill yourself in honor of your uh, master. That's no. Not a thing anymore. <laughs> um, so this made her really distraught and she was uh, caught up into her father's ideologies. Um, and then this led her to meet Wolverine. She saw Wolverine's um, claws, like she has the same because her father did experiments on her when she was younger. Um, and she wanted to kill him to restore the honor to her family. Kind of like Mulan, honor to us all. Anyway, <laughs> um, this, then <laughs> they went into the Mojoverse um, and she became a professional criminal and joined forces with the Hellfire Club. Um, mercenaries, and then she then battled Wolverine multiple times throughout different comics. Um, but then she eventually resigned her quest to kill Wolverine just because <laughs> 80s in the comments talking trash about <laughs> Bullseye and stuff. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, <laughs> straight up. But anyway, so she ended up giving up her quest to uh, seek out and kill Wolverine because Magneto actually, in one of the comics, removed the adamantium from Wolverine's claws. So he, she saw Bone and she was like, oh, okay, like, we're cool now. Like, I don't need to kill you anymore. Um, but she totally had the upper hand, too. He didn't have the adamantium anymore. It's like, I could so kick his ass. Come yeah, on. but I mean, he still had, like, the healing and everything, too, right? So... Like, both of them have, like, the, the healing um, that I'll get into with the powers. Um, oh, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. Um, so then she encounters Captain America while he's in Japan um, because she went back to, like, her homeland to be, like, herself. Oh, hey, Smoke Pit. Hey. What's up, Smoke Pit? <laughs> um, so Captain America finds uh, LDS or Lady Deathstrike. Um, and oh. finds out that she's working with terrorists um, and uh -oh. wants to defeat her before, like, more lives are being lost. Um, oh, Steve. This is where she resurfaces with an ally, the one and only William Death uh, Striker, who, you know, made Wolverine and then kills Sunfire. Um, Sunfire was, uh, had, like, Rogue from our, or our heroes. Sorry, mm -hmm. I'm getting the two... No, yep. you're good. <laughs> um, the shot's really kicking. Uh, so <laughs> and used to rock dip you. <laughs> so Sunfire had uh, Rogue absorb his powers um, prior to the battle with uh, Deathstrike because he felt like he was going to die anyway. 
Um, but uh, yeah. So Lady Deathstrike and um, Striker ended up like taking Starfire's like dead body and making him one of the horses of Apocalypse. This is one of those rabbit holes that we did not get into. Um, just let me know ahead hole. of time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, to go over some of her powers that she had uh, was that she has the like all of the superhuman like strength, speed, stamina, uh, like agility, reflexes, and she has that healing factor like we talked about that Wolverine had. Um, and like Wolverine, she had the adamantium on her bone. Um, mm-hmm. She also had uh, something called cyber cyber uh, pathy. Which allowed her conscious to um, connect to like external computer systems, um, and then this made like allowed her the ability to remotely operate like other systems, um, which I thought was pretty cool. I didn't really get further into that one again, rabbit hole. So I was trying to keep it like shorter um, because we have lots of other stuff coming. Um, True. but uh something else that she was like part of her abilities or like her skill set rather um was that she was a skilled uh martial artist and uh she was an expert in genjutsu um and then she's also like a pilot of sea and aircrafts and is fluent in both japanese and english which i thought was pretty cool that's cool heck yeah yeah so uh that's the short down and dirty version of lady deathstrike you, you know, in another character that was a technopath, I thought was really cool. What was that one movie? Do you remember that movie Sky High that had Kurt Russell and his, like his yes. kids were, like superheroes? Yes. And that one chick was like a, a technopath. I kept thinking, I was like, damn, I want that ability. Yeah. Right? Oh, I, I, can't, just sent emails I can't remember her name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, can't I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to research it later. And, uh, um, get into the comments to yeah. put it in there. Um, if anybody so knows, go fun. ahead and shout it out. And, uh, like definitely. Miriam Winstead or something. She was the same chick that was on the, the thing, the reboot of the thing. She played that techno. I was like, damn, man, I want to be a technopath. I think it's awesome. It's like Willie control. over here saying that Sky High low-key slaps, though. Right? That's <laughs> what I'm does. saying. I'm like, like, I watched that movie. I was like, damn, man, this is for kids. I'm like, this movie's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it, it was it was straight up good. Right. All right. <laughs> All right, Jen, what you got on uh, our next baddie? All right. So <clears throat> I unless anybody really watches like the the animated shows or anything, um, I really like the Shadow King. So okay. the Shadow King, he, he's one of those bad guys that he's I don't know, sometimes I feel like he's like a cockroach. He like he just won't go away. So he's like this man this multiversal manifestation of the dark side of human consciousness now if that's not like some dark shit i don't know what is so when he actually has a a form he manifests as a gladiator gladiator in the astral plane and he actually has like roman weapons if it gives you any um indication of how old he is okay um so there's a lot of conflicting accounts of his earlier days um the the first records like he mostly lives in like the astral plane he has um he needs a host to be a part of the physical plane uh, one of the ones that he uses a lot is um amal farouk okay my butcher's name i apologize i'm not egyptian um <laughs> so he initially applauded with like a nazi scientist 
to dispute the lineage of the uh, England's royal family uh, that was put in place. Uh, so they could put somebody else in place that was more uh, loyal to like the Nazi party. Now this was stopped by Wolverine, Kitty Pride, and Rachel Summers in a Ooh. time travel. Okay. Rabbit hole, I'm not going down there. Okay. Real quick though, is what? Rachel Summers related to like Scott Summers? She is. Okay. Okay. Rabbit hole. Continue. <laughs> Rabbit hole. Um, so Ferg runs into Professor X, and this is how it went down. All right. So Ferg is, as the Shadow King, is a crime lord in Cairo. Okay. Aurora, which is Storm, uh, tried to steal Professor X's wallet. Okay. He's minding his own business. He's sitting there drinking his tea in Cairo, and here she comes trying to steal his wallet. He's like, get off my wallet. <laughs> that's and mine so, that's mine yeah <laughs> and you actually see this a little bit in x-men apocalypse so you remember when storm she's like she's basically a thief okay okay yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. so i was actually kind of happy that they are uh... yeah there you go mary elizabeth wine said thanks willie that's that's that chick that played on sky high i know i'm fixated on that i apologize no um, it's okay go for it so you, you see Storm a little bit in this situation in X-Men Apocalypse, which I'm a little disappointed that they didn't introduce a Shadow King, but I understand with movies you can only have really one big baddie, which the Shadow King is one of the one of the biggest, okay? Okay. So so Storm runs away, right? With the hands. So her, yeah, she runs away like really fast, <laughs> like this. So Farouk's like, hey, you know, don't touch don't touch my my thief. So he hits Professor X with a psychic bolt. So, of course, you know, Professor X is like, damn, what the hell? What was that? So he's like, bitch, I'm going to go see who just hit me with this psychic bolt. So he goes and looks for, for, for Farouk. So he found him, and they go and fight. Now, I say that very plainly, but when I say that Professor X is going into the shadow plane and fighting the Shadow King... Dude, it was knocked down, drag out. So what ends up happening, as I'm sure you can guess, is that Professor X dealt such a huge psychic attack that it killed the Shadow King's physical host. So Farouk's body died. Oh my he god. Hit, <laughs> he hit him so hard. It, he, it felt like it was like the, the, the flaming palm. It was just like boom. A one punch so, man? Yeah. 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 It was like a one punch man thing. Like knocked his ass out and killed the physical form. So <clears throat> that's how that went down. Okay. So a couple couple of interesting things about the Shadow King. Okay. He is an omega level mutant. Um, he is a mind bender. So outside of Xavier and any mutant possessed by the Phoenix Force, keep that in mind. Okay. As an alien force, he is the most dangerous and omnipotent telepath. So the only person that can outdo him is Professor X. Now, the movies don't really give Professor X justice when it comes to his abilities. I don't, because you know you see a lot more in like the comics and like even the like the animated series. Like they do, they hint on it a little bit, but <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. Um, he can take up over, over people's minds and he feeds off of their negative energy. 
and it actually uh, causes him to slowly merge with his own essence, which is kind of gross. Yep, that's weird. Right? I was like, <laughs> I read, I read that. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> stop <laughs> it. <laughs> gross. And then the Shadow King is, is such a sloth. So <clears throat> he. I'm guessing when he's stuck in the astral plane, when he gets into the physical plane, he like overindulges himself. So mm-hmm. all of his hosts become like morbidly obese. So whenever, I'm sorry, whenever you see Farouk, he's usually morbidly obese. Okay. So next time, if I get a little chubby, I'm like, it's Shadow King. <laughs> I gotta go work out. I gotta go run. <laughs> Shadow King possessed me. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Those burgers just, you know, they they weren't me. Dude, they just hit it was my inner Shadow King. Plane. You know? I know it's my inner Shadow King came out. I can't help it. It's so delicious. Damn it. Anyways, girl, when you said you wanted to talk about the Scarlet Witch, yeah, it hit something deep inside. I'm gonna hear it. I'm gonna hear it. Okay. (laughs) Willie said I'll use that on the next PT test. (laughs) 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 Do it, Willie. I I endorse it. This USDN approved right there. Do it. Um like when my Where's my stamp? (laughs) Where's my stamp? I'll give you a stamp, bro. (laughs) Damn you, Shadow King! Damn you, Shadow King! (laughs) I'm over my max weight. It's, you. it's the it's the waist circumference, you know, test, you know. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> not that they do that anymore, but yeah. Which <laughs> they shouldn't. That's a new fault. Well, come yeah. on. Cheap. That's a whole thing. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> it is. Um, so yeah, they did bring it back, Danny, but they it's a height versus weight ratio. Like, yeah, it's a whole thing. So anyway, into Scarlet Witch. My feet um, possessed. I can't do that today. <laughs> I can't test today. I'm being possessed. Some of my fault. Man, y'all, y'all are crazy. The chest today. I'm over here sweating. Oh my Sorry. god. No, it's okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So Scarlet Witch. All right. Uh, her origin is uh siberia so she's also known as the Mm. queen of chaos we'll get to that later about like how she got to that name uh we said he promised (laughs) he promises they're they're done um she has the the twin uh pietro or quicksilver as we all know him for um his normal name um i can't remember uh what her first movie that she showed in do you remember first movie um yeah this was the end credits of winter soldier i think is where you first see her in uh petro oh oh 80 said age of ultron oh that was like the whole movie movie yeah like the whole movie there's a little sneak peek at the end of winter soldier that you can see them um you can see them in their like cages or whatever and she's like playing with stuff with her magic and you can see yeah <laughs> Pedro looks like like poor little hamster without a wheel like jumping around and like the, I'm telling you there's like YouTube videos I'm like poor guy I'm like let's the guy oh, like no. get a hamster wheel or something I'm <laughs> like he's got so much pent up energy in there I'm like let him run around 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Like AD said, well, they're, they're Easter egg and like the winter soldier. Okay. No, I appreciate that because my, my mind, no, 100%, I just spaced. No, you're good. I'm like, I think I saw um, him in the winter soldier. Uh, so um, when she was uh, the cocaine hamster, stop it. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. Um, so, uh, she was first born, you know, with her twin, um, and her mom was like super afraid of harming her children. So they were placed in their, uh, care of their uncle, uh, the Django, I'm just going to call him because it might be just Django, might be pronouncing the D, but I don't know. The <laughs> Django no is what he will be now. At least he didn't say it country, like the Django. No, ma'am, not here. <laughs> No. I live in Arizona. Are these are these the dad jokes that you said were coming? <laughs> I need to be warned. Oh, I forgot my dad joke. It's okay. I'll oh, say it later. No. Okay. Okay. Oh, damn it. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So, um, when they were placed in the care of their uncle, uh, hmm. there was somebody called the High Evolutionary. I don't know if y'all ever heard him, um, but he—that's also a rabbit hole. Just gonna go ahead and disclaimer that. Um, so the high evolutionary was ravaging the region, uh, for babies to do like experiments on, which I thought was kind of weird, but I was like, all right, man, like, cool, do what you gotta do. Like, obviously you're a baddie too. Um, so eventually, (laughs) eventually, um, they, they were, uh, put back into the care of, uh, Django (laughs) and his wife. Um, but before that they had kidnapped, uh, they were being kidnapped and had, um, alterations made to them, which gave them their powers. But, um, the high evolutionary still wanted to like make them private and, um, like keep them like looking like normal human beings. Um, so, so what happened then is that Wanda actually got embedded, uh, with her mystic powers, um, with the the chaos, if you will, uh, from the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, so once they were returned uh, to Django and his wife, uh, they had a happy childhood. They traveled um, with their what they thought were parents, because at this point they didn't know. Um, <laughs> three movies and four accents ago, yeah, <laughs> it happens, Hollywood. Um, so they had like a happy childhood. They uh, traveled all of Europe. Um, but because they were poor, um, Django was stealing food for his family. And this led to villagers being, like, super upset, obviously, because you don't want to get things that are, like, stolen. Um, and they attacked their caravan. Uh, so Pietro and um, Wanda ended up fleeing the camp. Uh, and then the two of them just kind of wandered around all of Europe, uh, just living off the land. Wanda accidentally eventually set fire to a house um, and then was captured. Yeah. She's like, ah, fire. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> it happens, man. We all get angry sometimes. <laughs> Our inner hole came out. You know, it's it's a whole thing. The house looked at me funny. <laughs> so um, she was captured by the villagers. Um and then yeah. one of them proclaimed her to be the Scarlet Witch, which is how henceforth she was known by that name. Nice. Um, so then Magneto arrived on the scene. Heard of him? We all have. Um, <laughs> the Magneto, the guy with the metal, you know. 
the guy that took the adamantium for Wolverine, like from Lady Deathstrike. You remember? Remember that? Yeah, that dude. Um, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Um, he ended up uh, rescuing Wanda, and then she felt like she was like ever in debt to him, as one would if you mm. were rescued, right? Uh, sure. So then she became um, part of the uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Um, which her brother then like ended up joining just because his sister was there and he was like, my yeah. sister is my life family, you know, fast and furious family. <laughs> <laughs> Every room is family. <laughs> yes. God. <laughs> You're welcome for that. The meme that I posted. <laughs> Every family. room is a family room. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. So, um, when they joined the Brotherhood, they ended up fighting a lot of different X-Men on different occasions. Uh, so, the initial battle um, that they had with one of the X-Men, um, mm -hmm. Scarlet Witch actually ended up knocking out Angel. You remember the guy with the wings that was like, I don't want to oh, yeah. be a mutant anymore. And he had like that whole like backstory too. Um, he was like trying to cut off his wings and stuff. And, like, one yeah, of it was kind of really yeah, gross. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Guy. yeah, like just the blood and everything like can you imagine doing that to your nails and cutting too short i know you've done it i've done it i have that's like yeah. the worst it's like ah yeah like, i can't use that finger i actually for have days. one right now but yeah anyway oh, sorry. <laughs> ah, it's okay um i was cutting a lime and that's what reminded me of it anyway so um so scarlet witch ended up knocking out angel and then she captured him and brought him to magneto um and then the next fight is when uh, Quicksilver actually got captured by Marvel Girl. Um, so then uh, Namor, yes, the Namor from Black Panther 2. The guy oh, with the, the wings one? on his feet. Yeah. I'm trying to like wings. Oh, over here. I like I like your wing feet. Thing. Thank you. Scarlet awesome. <laughs> was just probably one of the Yeah. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with McCoy that Scarlet Witch is one of the fewest characters that he has no issue with how, like, Marvel and Disney, like, brought her character. I loved, like, all of the WandaVision great. and, like, all yeah. of her backstory. Like, it was mainly one of the things of, like, why I thought, like, she was a great villain and why I wanted yeah. to cover her. They, they did a great job with that, yeah. Totally agree. So, Namor was totally infatuated with Wanda because I guess she has red hair and, you know... We're all infatuated, apparently, with gingers. I don't know. <laughs> what the hell is up with these gingers, guys? You know, there's other hair colors out there. Just there, there are. There's there's definitely, you know, different hair colors, <laughs> as you can see. Brunettes. Just want to say. Yeah. Um. So he ended up staying back with Wanda to fight off the X-Men so she could get her brother back. Um, okay. So Namor was defeated by Beast and Angel, um, but then was immobilized by uh, Cyclops. Um, so then Professor X ended up intervening and he was like, we don't need to do this. She just wants her brother and just gave her brother back to him. So, or back to her, sorry, back to Wanda. So then the two of the twins, they ended up leaving the brotherhood. Um, yep. Mary Jane, Jean. Yep. All, all of those are all very much redheads. <laughs> So the twins ended up leaving the Brotherhood when Magneto was uh, imprisoned by the um, stranger and then joined the Avengers. 
conveniently enough. So I believe this is when they did the, like the whole like uh, Avengers and everything with the two of them involved. Um, mm. I think that's where like okay. this fits in. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Like that, I might be totally wrong, um, but that's just where I I thought that it it came from. Um, oh, good. But soon after they left, Wanda actually ended up losing her powers. Um, and they were like, all right, cool. Um, I don't really know why. So, uh, EJ said she made you feel sadness and pain. <clears throat> it was so well done. Yeah. 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 I've yeah. Um, that. <clears throat> totally felt that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they they ended up leaving the Avengers because they lost their powers. Um, and this is also when they find out that uh, Magneto is their father. So eventually down the line, Wanda ends up recovering her powers and then joins the Avengers again. This is when she falls in love with Vision. Yeah. <laughs> and the two actually were married. Uh, Wanda actually gave birth to two twins. Um, so they had two daddies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, dear. Maybe. That's weird. We're not yeah. going to go there. Nope. <laughs> um, but, you know, everybody has their own family. Um, so the two actually ended up getting married. And Wanda gave birth to two twins, uh, Tommy and Billy, by using the uh, dark magic uh, from Mephisto. Um, and then the demon actually ended up, like, reabsorbing them. So then she was, like, catastrophically upset, obviously. So yeah, do you, you remember Do you remember when um, WandaVision was out and they had all those memes with, like, Leonardo DiCaprio? And you're like watching, you're like, it's Mephisto. That's Mephisto right there. And, no, yeah. and they never ended up saying like who Mephisto I know. Was. I felt like they had like that opportunity right there, but then they didn't. They and did. They never. They'll save it. No one they knows. will. It'll, it'll save happen. It. I didn't know that though. Baby said so that was, was actually me. Like, that was me. <laughs> that boy was me. <laughs> with, with the drink in his hand. <laughs> hey, I. I believe what Eric said. Mephisto is the train in the yard. That's Mephisto right there. Yeah. So um, Agatha Harkness, yes, the WandaVision, um, is where this all like, comes into play. She ends up casting a spell to have her forget about her kids because she was in like so much pain. Um, but this is when she... This is when she gained... Um, powerful reality altering abilities uh from that chaos magic that we had mentioned earlier and that gave her uncontrollable aspects to her powers and uh created a real mental strain on her again mentally like if you have anything going on you know there's a hotline for that please like reach out um please don't create alternate realities right <laughs> uh so it was remarked by a wasp that uh, Wanda losing her children drove her just over that edge. Um, and then she lashed out with this new power and ended up killing Agatha Harkness um, and like some other teammates. Uh -huh. So um, because all this happening was happening, She-Hulk uh, ended up killing Vision. 
Um, what? And Are that was you serious? Because, yeah. So Wanda was making him like do whatever. Like uh, she was controlling his actions, and um, She Hulk realized that. Yeah. Uh, she Hulk was like, I gotta end this, and she ended up killing him. That's so then, that. so that's way different than the movies, huh? Yeah, yeah. So the Damn, whole okay. like how Vision died is completely different from the movies as to uh, what the comics um, have. Yeah. So okay. Doctor Strange ends up using the Eye of um, Agamotto uh, and mm-hmm. puts uh, Wanda. Sorry, hold on. We're good. Uh, he ends up putting Wanda in a catastrophic state. I'm so sorry. I had to burp. It happens. We all have gas. Better out than in, we always say, right? Thank you, Shrek. That was, that was adorable. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I'm blushing over here. Okay. So, You're good. <laughs> I really am blushing. All right. So, um, Doctor Strange puts Wanda in this catastrophic state. At this point, uh, Magne- Magneto comes to try to collect her, and um, oh. he ends up bringing her to Professor X uh, so that they could have a meeting with the Avengers and the X-Men uh, to decide oh. whether or not to kill Scarlet Witch because she's just so dang powerful at this point. Damn, man. So here comes Quicksilver, you know. Oh, yeah. Save my yeah. sister, yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ends up realizing, like, what's going down. And he was like, oh, hell no. That's my family. That's what family. <laughs> Again, family. Family. Always. Family. Always. Family. Family. Always um, family. <laughs> so he ended up using Wanda's powers. I'm not really sure, like, how that all went down of, like, how he used her powers. Um, yeah. But he ended up using her powers and then created the reality of House of M. This is another one of those rabbit holes I didn't really go down to um, just because, again, like we're already almost at 40 minutes. So like wanted to keep it like short and sweet and for you guys to have some enjoyable content. Um, So in the House of M, this is where Lila uh, was able to restore uh, some of the hero's memories. Uh, So you had Wolverine, um, Hawkeye and Cloak, uh, whose memories got restored from this. Hawkeye actually was re- uh, resurrected uh, at this point oh, yeah. because he was actually killed uh, during Wanda's breakdown that she had. Um, Damn. And then the three of them got together and restored their reality. Um, Wanda at this point revealed uh, to Doctor Strange that Quicksilver uh, was the one that created the House of M and it wasn't Magneto um, who initiated like you know, the reality warp. Yeah. And then Magneto ended up killing Quicksilver. Ooh, I don't know. McCoy asked if Agatha will spin off. We'll cover the House of M. I don't know. That's actually like a really good hope. question. I I really <laughs> hope so. If they um, did, it'd be lots of seasons. Yeah. Lots of seasons. And hey, what's Kaylee. up, Kelvin? How you doing? What up, you know, am? What's up? Uh, you know, one thing about Layla I wanted to point out. Yeah, that go for it. I think she was one of the only mutants in the House of M that remembered the real world. Yeah, she didn't. She that was how she only one. Yeah. And how yeah. she was able to restore the memories because she was like, This ain't right. <laughs> yeah, she's and, like, uh, um guys, this um this is wrong. 
Yeah. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was, I just wanted to point that out. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That's actually I remembered her being one of the only ones. Um so uh at this point Wanda retrieved her brother and revived him. Uh she denounced Xavier, uh so Professor X, and then she said the the words no more mutants. Um and then this added to the depowering of 90% of all of the mutant population, which I thought was, like, wild. This girl is so powerful. <laughs> um, and then this also led to a lot of their deaths. Uh, so the surviving mutants and ex-mutants uh, referred this as M-Day, um, the worst day in mutant history. Um, I'm sure there's some digging on that as well um, <clears throat> that I didn't really Can't get into. Continue. Can I mention? Can I Absolutely. mention one thing about that? So, don't think that Wanda actually intentionally killed everybody, because yeah, like, <clears throat> like when you read stuff, it sounds like it, but what actually happened was like she took their mutant powers away. Mm -hmm. So, if there if there was somebody flying and like their mutant power was flying, they would just be like, oh shoot, oh my god. Or if their mutant ability was like keeping them alive, yeah. She just like, can you imagine being like thousands of feet underwater, and all of a sudden, like your mutant ability was like to breathe underwater? Like, there's no way. Damn, you're gonna be able to like swim up to the surface. Or, or like Storm. Like, I don't, I don't think she was one of the ones that was killed, but like Storm no. could endure like the severe weather, like we said in episode one, right? So, like, what if she yeah. was in the middle of a, a goddamn blizzard, right? So, like, she would have just died. Like, she's just chilling, and all of a sudden, she's like, fuck, it's cold, damn it's it. Cold. And then all of a sudden, she's <laughs> popsicle. Yeah. Like, yeah. damn it, Wanda, you just killed Storm. Like, damn it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it wasn't, like, intentional, but if you, like, take away their abilities, yeah, or the things that they're doing, like I would, I would start to rely on my mutant abilities. Like after a while, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean because Sorry, they're a part of your life. So why wouldn't you? I, I would. I mean, they would be like my arm. Like I would just like use them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, not to like break your train of thought, but I was like, no, go for it. She wasn't like a, a murderous like jackass. Like she actually mm -hmm. was just like no more mutants. And then like fuck, wait, I need that. You know, <laughs> just yeah, falling out of the sky. <laughs> right. Sucks. Right. Um, so, um, she eventually, like, lost her memory, uh, because of this. She was founded by her alleged son, uh, Wiccan. Um, mm. and then, um, he found, uh, Wanda at that point, and she, like I said, didn't have any of her memories, um, or her powers, and she was engaged to, uh, Victor Von Doom, who we know from, like, the... Spider-Man, right? <laughs> Fantastic Four. Oh, yep. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, so from Fantastic Four, uh, straight up, like, she was engaged to him. Um, at this point, like, Wiccan, he found her and then told her about who she was, what had happened, like, what had happened, though. Uh, all that good stuff. <laughs> um and told her about the twin sons um, that he had suspected that were hers, uh, so Wiccan and Speed. Um, and then that's when she actually found out that they were her reincarnated sons, uh, which I thought was actually pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, I have to agree with you, Willie. 
Doctor Doom is definitely. Don't worry, we're going to talk about the Fantastic Four in the future. Yes. No worries. Yes, it's and, it's on the it's time. on the list. You know, we'll, it's on the list. We'll we'll we get over there. We'll we'll get it's, there. It's on the list. <laughs> um. So, uh, Wiccan's story about like what had happened though, um, mm-hmm. had been interrupted by the Avengers, uh, the Young Avengers and Magneto and Doctor Doom, um. Wolverine ended up killing Wanda, um, but before what? that happened, uh, or he actually he tried to kill Wanda. Sorry, he didn't actually kill her. Oh, um, okay. Sorry, my bad. Uh, no, I he was didn't like, actually... "Fuck, are you serious?" <laughs> Shit. No, <laughs> no, she's very much alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he tried to kill her. Um, obviously, wasn't successful. Um, Wanda actually ended up defeating uh, Modok, who we saw, you know, um, in the latest um, Ant Man v uh, Ant Man and Wasp, right? With his I'm sorry. Baby feet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and the little baby butt. <laughs> yes, get a little baby butt with a big, big face. Yeah. So, um, head. Uh, but like a toddler. Yes. Know? Seriously disturbing. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> Wanda ended up defeating, uh, Modoc and AIM with the help of Mrs. Marvel and Spider-Woman. Um, also, if you guys haven't seen the new Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse yet, highly recommend. Okay. Um, I liked it. So, um, so then Wanda ended up visiting, um, the Avengers Mansion, and uh, this is where she has visions of fights with the Phoenix. Um, that um, and the vision was that the Phoenix had killed the original Avengers. Um, so then, uh, Wanda actually ended up defeating Magic, who you talked about in the last episode. Wait, um, Kaylee needs a grade for Spider-Man real quick. So- Ooh, all right. Are we doing out of five? Yeah. We got to do the puffs. You know oh, how they work. Shoot. All five right. Five plus max. I'm going to say four out of five. What? I really liked it. Like, really? I'm yeah. not surprised. Spider- you know, Spider Man's my favorite. I, I love I really like the intro to the, into the Spider Verse. So, okay. this builded on that. So, if you haven't seen that one, you have to watch that one first. Definitely recommend that. Um, okay. And then the uh, this one was. Yeah, AD said four puffs too. Um, AD said four. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I, I straight up, I do recommend um, the Across the Spider Verse. Um, yeah. There is like a mid credit scene, but not an end credit scene. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to talk about mm-hmm. it. I'm just going to mm-hmm. say that. Um, so if you're going to okay. go watch it, don't wait until the end, <laughs> like I did. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um. So. Uh, she had this vision. Um, okay. So yeah. Then Wanda ended up killing Magic, and then became uh, began um, to train Hope, Hope from like Ant Man and Wasp, the Wasp, right? Um, okay. With Spider Man's help uh, in Wakanda, mm-hmm. and then um, Cyclops actually ended up taking the title of uh, Dark Phoenix after killing Professor X. Cyclops did okay. Yeah, so this is different yeah. from like what the movies have been showing is that yeah, Jean Grey even the dark was the one, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. So right. in this um, comic book is when uh, Cyclops actually was the one that uh, took the title. 
Okay. What would you give the first one? Oh God, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one. I'm gonna have to rewatch it and then give you like my honest feedback. Um, oh, that's like easy for puffs, four and a half. Right. So like Miles, that's hell yeah, that shit was right. Good. And and like across Spider Verse, right? So Spider Verse, right? So you you yeah. know you're gonna see whoever you're gonna see. So yeah, it's just it's so you know you can't. You know, don't ask me about Spider-Man stuff because I'm automatically going to give it at least four because I love Spider-Man so much. Like, even that's my guy. Spider-Man 3? Like, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man, Spider-Man, even though he went a little emo, I love Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man's <laughs> my guy. He's like, I'm, I'm just like, I kind of cringed and I was like, okay, it's going to happen. Okay, it's over. Jeff is oh, in God. the backstage <laughs> Like, Thanks, producer Jeff. We appreciate you for doing that. My mouth when I watched it, I was like, <laughs> "But you know, I love Spider-Man." Anyway, sorry, I keep interrupting you. Today. No, 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 it's okay. Um, but I mean, like, honestly, like, like Ad said, off the strength of Sunfire alone, like, I literally have like a tattoo of a sunflower on my arm. Um, it's my favorite flower. It's. I got it. I love it because of me, of who I am, not because of the song. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that disclaimer out there. But no, 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 you're fine. You get what yeah. you want, girl. I know it's my body, it's my temple. I do right. what I want. <laughs> so, um, so Cyclops ended up taking the title of Dark Phoenix um, okay. after killing Professor X, and then uh, the Dark Phoenix Cyclops had become uh, began to uh, burn the world. <laughs> Um, so Rude. then Wanda and Hope, uh, join forces in order to stop him. And then instead of the, um, saying that she had said before, the two of them joined together and said, no more Phoenix. So then, um, that took yeah. away the Phoenix force from the earth instead of the mutant. So I thought that was like pretty dope. Um, so it was like a, a spell that they did. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so like. Uh, to go into her powers, uh, okay. that's like what's next, is that um, she has, you know, obviously she has the witchcraft, the chaos magic, uh, the mm -hmm. divine sources, spells and phrases um, that she has that she like speaks them to life. Um, for her spells and phrases, she has the uh, astral projection that we saw in uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. Um, if you badass. Seen doctor strange yet sorry yeah uh spoiler mm. alert i guess if you haven't seen it yet sorry um, <laughs> i thought it was safe <laughs> like we're like it months away from that right like, now uh, just saying I it's been so. like a couple years <laughs> i'm sorry if i ruined it for you but she has uh the astral pro uh, projection that yeah uh binding manipulation um, the energy constructs and energy manipulation as well. For the energy manipulation, to go more in depth with that, she has the absorption, uh, projection, transfural. She has uh, flight, force field, uh, gravity manipulation. I mean, this girl is like powerful. She's got the telekinesis, telepathy, tele uh, transportation, and time manipulation. Like, what more do you need? Oh, wait. There's more. <laughs> She's a badass bitch. So yeah. Um, yeah. So for her abilities, uh, she has obviously magic knowledge, right? 
Um, she has a magic knowledge. She can do uh, meditation and yoga is like something that she does, you know, to like center herself. Um, cause that's, you know, what some people do. Let's do some yoga in between. Okay. Some people use it as meditation and like helps you. Kind of center yourself in between self. like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. 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 Um, she's a expert in combat and um expert tactician as well as leadership so she's like really well uh, she does really well with uh creating plans and actually like seeing them through or if someone else has those plans she can like help them see it through um so she'd be a great one for like five so anyway um i had some um <laughs> yes i did <laughs> she went so there. i did i went there i went there you know we're all about plans and, <laughs> and seeing those plans through <laughs> gotta see those plans through some execution <laughs> sorry Crack special power oh god <laughs> not the patch she, she had the patch <laughs> she had the patch bitch <laughs> anyway um that's like air force jargon um sorry, sorry if y'all don't understand that if you don't understand it, feel free to hit us up we'll explain it the best okay. that way we can absolutely um the power of the patch <laughs> so anyway for the <laughs> the random trivia uh that i had is mm. uh wanda's a vegetarian she doesn't drink alcohol oh. so you know there's that uh, and she's actually lactose intolerant. So like our producer, Jeff Jeff, um, <laughs> who is also lactose intolerant. I'm so sorry for y'all because I love pizza and I could not. Fuck that milk. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, I believe from here we're going to go into some mystique. Uh, do you want me to lead with my stuff or do you want to lead with your stuff? No, go ahead. You're a rule, sis. All right. Cool. So, um, so for Mystique, I wrote some of her powers down, um, which is the metamorph. Uh, this allows her to alter the cells um, within herself um, uh, to like be identical as to what you're like supposedly seeing. So to see me, she could like all she has to do is just like rearrange her cells and she's good to go. Um, and then she got. Um, to some milk and cheese to solve that whole problem. Sir, <laughs> I need you to not AD. Um, sorry, my hubby's on one. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I'm not going to apologize for him. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so uh, she got into some um, radiation, and this um, granted her the powers of night vision. She had wings on her back, um, talons on her fingers, had, like, sharp, like, teeth. Um okay had like natural body armor which i thought was like badass um mm -hmm. and then uh can even compress a nearly like two-dimensional so like paper you know um yeah like that guy so, off of beetlejuice yeah so or yes absolutely you know that guy like off of beetlejuice that could like go in through like the sorry oh no she froze <laughs> <laughs> we're back okay 
Um, yes, so similar to that, but also similar <laughs> to Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, so, you know, okay. like <laughs> it can get like super thin, or even like um, remember when we were talking about the Blob and um, the Senator Kelly, and he got all two dimensional. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Beetle guys. <laughs> Because we don't say his name three times. Um, <laughs> How do I look? I'm billing a little flat. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. So um, two-dimensional uh, is something that she can uh, do as well. Uh, she's oh, also a, um, an expert combatant, uh, marksman, and covert operative. Uh, she's also omnilingual. So what that means is that she can literally, like, understand and speak any language like fluently which handy i think is like super dope because as someone who um has a stepson that's only speaks french it's it's hard to like communicate right so that would be like a super dope uh power to have so i'm going to add that to my list of superpowers that i want um (laughs) so so fun fact about mystique um, is that she actually never wears clothing. And this is due to her um, being able to make the cells of her skin, like, make anything. So, um, like, she's like, why would I need clothing if I would just have to, like, strip that off to, like, put something else like, or to have, like, whatever on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it actually eliminates the need for, like, regular clothing um, and unstable, like, molecules and thus she actually is naked all the time but not really like the movies show her so to go into the movies versus the comics um something that i found is that mystique actually isn't magneto's secondhand man like that's actually not true um so i just wanted to (laughs) god damn it willie (laughs) willie said hell yeah she is Sir. <laughs> sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sir. Sir. Um, so she's the uh, mother of Sabretooth's son. Um, uh, because her and Sabretooth her had like Curry a little something down. something. Yeah. Uh, her and Mr. Little... got down. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they had a son together. She's also Nightcrawler's uh, mother as well. And then mm-hmm. she also adopted Rogue. Um, as we alluded to in the first episode. So what do you got on Mystique? So there's one thing that, let me correct myself. There's many things that the movies got wrong. <clears throat> you know, I used to play that, um, was it Marvel Alliance video game? Mystique wears clothes, guys. I hate to break this to you. She wears like this white halter top and like this like, white dress and has like these skulls on it like that's what she wears yeah yes she has the blue skin she has like the yellow eyes like that's how mystique looks but do you think that she like made those with the molecules like of her skin or do you think it's like something that she just like threw on maybe no i don't know if she threw it on but i mean she's not walking around naked like yeah. she was in the movies. I kind of feel like that was because you had Red... <laughs> Y'all shut up. <clears throat> That's because you had Rebecca Romaine Stamos and then you had Jennifer Lawrence 
Do you really want to dress them up or would you rather them walk around naked? Naked-ish. Oh, me, personally, I would <laughs> rather be true to the comics. Naked adjacent. Be true to the comics, please. Be true to the comics, please. Anyways. <clears throat> and so I don't really have an answer to that because I, I, that's how she always appeared in the comics. Okay. But there... There is one thing that she never really truly aligns herself with any one group. There is one thing about Mystique. She is all about number one. And number one is Mystique. If she thinks that she is going to benefit from something, that's what she's going to go with. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> she is a shapeshifter. She can mimic people, even their, their faces and like their their voices, appearance, whatever. And she's able to actually constantly like rejuvenate her cells. So she, she's like over easily over a hundred years old. Okay. Because of her shape shifting abilities. <clears throat> That's how she like attains her youthful appearance. I, I know there's in the movies they they kind of make like her part of the X Men first class the one with like James McAvoy and being Professor X and everything mm -hmm. that didn't happen in the comics. She didn't help build X-Men first class. She was not a part of all that stuff. Okay. <clears throat> Again, that's a rabbit hole. We just kind of wanted to touch on mystique. There's, there's a lot of things that they did wrong. Um, I think Jennifer Lawrence is a great actor, but there's this, I, I kind of think they exploited it a little bit. Yeah. For sure. There's a there's a lot of things that she did that other characters did. Mm -hmm. Mystique's a great character, but she more does like espionage kind of yeah. like terrorist kind of things. Like Straight that's up. how she works. I mean, if you're a shapeshifter, you're not going to sit there and go on like full attack somebody. You're you're going to be shifty. You're going to be shady about it. You know. Um. Anyhow. Well. Without further ado, are you ready to talk about our, our big baddie? Absolutely, I am. Are Let's you? Go. Yeah. So, you guys, you guys, we did a poll. My dear sweet husband, Eric, did a poll and asked you guys about our big baddie. And I was so happy that you guys picked Mr. Sinister. I am. Because this so was your pick. Like, you wanted to... Yeah. Mr. Sinister is just one of those evil bad guys. You're like, dang, whoever named Mr. Sinister did it so, so well, so well. And let me get into why. So there, there's some um, Marvel animated stuff um, that's on Disney. You can watch. Now, one of the ones that I caught wasn't exactly accurate as far as like his origins, but kind of gives you a little bit of insight into it. So he was this brilliant Victorian era scientist. Okay. So his origin starts with him and his wife lost a baby. Oh no. The baby. Right. So the, the baby had a lot of, like, birth defects. So he became obsessed. In my mind, naturally, because if you're a scientist, you're like, I don't want this to happen again. Let me fix this. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to perfect, perfect the human race. Okay. So he started experimenting. 
Now, back in the day, the um, a lot of the uh, doctors and scientists and stuff were part of the Royal Society. So he got kicked out of that because of his unorthodox me methods. So oh, if shit. you go back and and look at these animated shows that they have on on Disney, mm -hmm. um, it, it shows it a little bit. <clears throat> so he predicted that there is going to be um, an emergence of mutants. Believe it or not, he okay. coined it the Essex Factor. Now, guess whose attention he caught? Apocalypse. Oh, girl, shoot. What? Girl, he caught Apocalypse. Is like, what'd you say? He's like, I said Essex Factor. You had my curiosity. Like, now you have my attention. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, now, Apocalypse, at this time, wants to conquer the 19th century England. So he's like, dude, I'm going to hook up with this dude. I need to talk to this guy. So Apocalypse thought, hey, what better way than, like, I'll reveal my powers to him. I'll show him that he's right. So that's what he did. He showed his powers to um, Nathaniel Essex, is what his name is, actually. And it proves living proof of his theory. Now... To go back a little bit, do you know who shared all the genetic knowledge that Mr. Sinister accumulates over time? He no. shares his knowledge <laughs> with the high evolutionary. So oh, who... wait, the guy that I was talking about? Yep. Girl, what? Girl. Girl. So who experimented on the Scarlet Witch? High evolutionary. He got a lot of his information from Mr. Sinister. It's all good, Rob. I'm glad you oh, came Oh, Rob? Through. Bro, you're good. You're good. You're good. So, <clears throat> now, a little off topic, or it seems a little off topic, but I promise it ties in later. So, Cyclops, yes, our dearest Cyclops and Jean Grey, travel back in time with the help of another mutant called Sanctity. Rabbit hole? Don't go there. Or you can go there. I'm just not going to. <laughs> um, she wants them to go back in time. I need you to prevent a great tragedy. Can you help me out? So Cyclops and Jean are like, okay. So they go. So Cyclops and Jean were defeated and captured by Apocalypse. Oh my so, God. Right? So Apocalypse takes them to Mr. Sinister. Or he's actually just Mr. Nathaniel Essex at this time. Okay. <clears throat> to experiment on them. So Jean knows him from her, her time immediately recognizes him it's like hey dude don't work with this like apocalypse guy he's bad news yeah talks to him for a little bit so nathaniel's like oh yeah okay for sure he doesn't that doesn't last too long just saying so what ends up happening is that him and his wife end up having another child and this child dies unfortunately because what happens is, is that his wife discovers that Mr. Essex is actually experimenting on the remains of their initial child that died from the birth defects. Again, Mr. Sinister is very appropriately named. <clears throat> um, so um, she calls him Sinister, and that's how he adopts his name. Oh. His his own wife that ends up dying calls him. This is all you. You're so sinister. So he's like, oh, I guess I'm Mister Sinister then. Oh my god. So he, yeah. So he ends up going back and allies with Apocalypse. Now, one thing that 
kind of annoyed me. Again, I know I'm bringing it up again, but the animated version that they have, Mr. Sinister becomes who he is with Apocalypse through the celestial technology, okay, to transform him. Okay. Yes. The, this is the same celestial technology that you see in the Eternals movie. Now, um, it's one that creates the Eternals and the Deviants. Okay. Now, if you'll humor me just a little bit about the Eternals and Deviants, because some people may not know what those are, if you don't mind for a minute. I would love to hear it. You think I broke the go over there. <laughs> so, um, a Deviant, okay, it's actually a genetically engineered um, biased celestial. So, what they do is that they ensure that the sapient life that was um, developed will actually, um, the sapient life on a planet will actually develop and it will actually kill the apex predators. So what essentially happens is that the celestial beings will actually seed a planet. That seed actually goes into the planet. So in order to feed that growth, they need sapient life forms to feed it. So the deviant's initial job was to kill out the apex predators because you want that life to grow. If you have too many apex predators, right, it's not going to grow, all right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so what happened was these deviants, what, shut up, Willie. You don't want to watch that three-hour movie? We, we can just put it on real quick. I got my TV right here. No, 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 continue. <laughs> go for it, go for it. Um, so what happened was was that these deviants were biological so when you see in the eternals movie is that anytime the um deviants kill like one of their prey they actually um took their form so they slowly became an apex predator and they started killing everything oh my god right you, do you remember in the movie how they kill something and they would actually like ex absorb their power? And you're like, oh, damn, yeah. they can do that now? Good luck, guys. Well, so then the socials kind of had to have a little meeting and say, shit, guys, we, you know, we messed up. So that, that's when they created the Eternals. Now, the Eternals are synthetic. Again, I know I'm going down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I just want to explain this for some people. I would they, love to hear it. <laughs> <clears throat> So the the Eternals are synthetic. So they they can't morph. They can't change. Like they're exactly as they are made. And so they were sent to actually kill the deviants. That's all I wanted to say about that. I just want I just wanted to clear the air of what just those were. Letting that sink in. Letting the that marinate, if you will. Yeah. Marinate it. <laughs> a little bit of butter, a little bit of teriyaki. Okay. Yeah. A little so, bit of time, on, you know. A <laughs> little bit of time, a little bit of time. So, Mr. Sinister. So, his power um, actually starts to increase through self-experimentation. So, over time, he's he's studying all this genetic and, and genomes and DNAs from all these different moons, and he's just like, this looks good. Oh, I like this one, too. And so, yeah, so he starts tampering with his own DNA, okay? Um, his power increases, and 
over time, or, or throughout this time, he maintains this interest with Cyclops and Jean Grey. Okay. okay. He believes that their DNA together can actually create the ultimate mutant. I can see that. <laughs> so, if you remember me mentioning Sanctity, okay. she, this bitch did that on purpose. She did it on purpose. She's like, there is going to be a great tragedy, and you should go check it out. No, this bitch did that on purpose, and I will tell you did. why. Yeah. I will tell you why in just a second. Don't, okay. don't trust nobody, guys. Don't trust nobody. That's all I got to say. So, <clears throat> over time, Mr. Sinister's body has been destroyed several times. Okay? He can regenerate. He can transfer his mind into, um, like, another host body for a time. He's actually had... Um, Clone, uh, clones made um, for himself as well. Okay. So, to the part I really want to get to. The results of his machinations of all of his outside workings and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. he made a clone of Jean Grey. Right. Her name girl, is what? Madeline. Yeah, girl. He made a clone. He's like, I'm tired of waiting on you guys. I'm just going to make a damn clone. So, he makes a clone of Jean Grey. So, at first, this experiment failed. Okay. Um, he kept her in a hibernation chamber because he's like, damn it, man, that shit didn't work. And he really actually couldn't figure out why it didn't work. So, the Dark Phoenix died. And when the Phoenix Force actually um, sought this clone out and actually gave her a little spark of itself. Not the full Phoenix Force, but just a spark. Mm -hmm. So, that clone came to life and it's known as Madeline. Okay. Okay. So, um, guess who they ended up creating? I don't know. Cable. <gasps> yep. No. So, Cable is actually Nathan Summers. He is actually the child of uh, Cyclops and Pryor. Okay. <laughs> right? I know. I was like, I didn't know that when I was watching Deadpool. I'm like, that's, that's Jean Grey's clone, Madeline, and Scott Summers. Damn. So that's wild. <laughs> right. So the whole intent behind Cable was to fight Apocalypse. So but Mr. Sinister was tired of being under Apocalypse control. I didn't really mention it a whole lot, but this whole time like Apocalypse is like, hey, do this, do that, do that. And Mr. Dude, like get wait, like I'm so tired of it. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to create the ultimate mutant that can kick your ass. So he creates Cable. And the only way he could do that was the way I just explained. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> that's how that came in. The only way that he knew um, that was possible was when Sanctity sent back Scott and Jean. And he took samples of them when they were under... Um, his care when they were kept with him. Mm -hmm. That's how he knew that they could create like the ultimate mutant. And that is Cable. Okay. Again, not really referenced in Deadpool 3. Or Deadpool. Yeah. Guys, gotta work on that. Come on, Marvel. No, actually, like, AD brought up a good point that he was wondering if it was gonna get uh, referenced in Deadpool 3. So, I mean, like, that's it. I mean, maybe? I mean, they're going to have Wolverine in there, so I don't know. We'll we'll see what they do with that. You know, I, I hope so. There's, like, 
I, I get when you're a scriptwriter and you're writing something for a movie, there's so many different avenues that you can go, so many different rabbit holes. Like, I, I get it. But at the same time, there's just stick to a story. Like, don't don't yeah. make up your own shit. There's enough material that you can use. But mm-hmm. again, I don't want to go on a rant. No, you're um, good. Girl, because I will rant. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about Krakoa. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Krakoa. Okay. okay. So Professor X and Magneto established a safe haven for mutants. It is called Krakoa. Now, okay. Krakoa is actually a mutant in itself. It's a living island. At first... It's like the island in actually, Moana? <laughs> kind of. Just okay. a little bit. It's... We can call it Matanui if you want, because that's okay. all you need. Matanui is all you need. So the island actually at first was hostile towards them, but they had a couple of shots. Everything was fine. Krakoa was like, yeah, come on. Come on, live on me. It's fine. I don't mind. So... They established this council at Krakoa. It's called the Quiet Council. Now, Professor X and, and um, Magneto are super smart. They're like, you know, we're going to have some thing, things in place, and they're going to need Mr. Sinister's help. Now, he has had a lifetime of genetic research, easily a lifetime. So mm-hmm. We need him on our side. So they bring Mr. Sinister on, and they give him access to certain secrets. Mm-hmm. And um, they also um, are able to do the resurrection protocols. Okay. Which I'm not going to talk about. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the resurrection protocols. Okay. That's more of a, a rabbit hole type thing? That's a rabbit hole that I would actually like to revisit with you later. Okay. It's actually really interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. That's all I'm going to say about it. Okay. I think we'll I think we'll cover that in another podcast. What do you think? I I would love to cover that later. Would you like to talk about that? Okay, we'll yeah. talk about that later. So yeah. guys, we'll talk about the resurrection protocols later. But just know that that would not be possible without Mr. Sinister because of all of his genome research. There was actually another thing that uh, Mr. Sinister kind of stumbled upon was okay. Mara Metagart. And who's that? Do you rem- do you remember her? From, no. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Maybe? No. Close. Close. Oh. She was actually on um, X-Men First Class. She okay. was actually played by Rose Byrne. Okay. She was actually the FBI, CIA, whatever, special agent. Okay. So, <clears throat> in the comics, she actually wasn't one of those. She was actually um, a scientist. In the comics. Uh, she had this really unique mutant ability. Now they never said anything to the sort in the movies that she was a mutant. But okay. she actually is. So her mutant ability is every time that she dies, she resets reality. Okay. Right? I know. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, like a cat in a way, but not really. Right. Charles's crush seriously he was just like hey moira he always went back okay. to moira I'm like i get it 
Yeah, I could have sworn she wasn't an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm sorry. Continue. No. I mean, she dated Superman. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> Rose Byrne and Henry Cavill dated for a while. That's different. But okay. I'm just saying. Anyways, side note. That was like a VH1 pop-up information right there. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, so Myron <laughs> every time that she dies, she resets reality. And then she is reborn into a new timeline. But every time that she is reborn, she actually remembers all of the knowledge from her previous lives. That's dope as fuck. <laughs> right? That's what Mr. Sinister said, too. He's like, damn, man. I could use this. So he creates something called the Moira engine. So the Moira engine is the way he uses it is um, he tries to manipulate the X-Men. And if something doesn't go his way, he mm -hmm. kills one of her clones. What? Now, I think, <laughs> girl, yeah, I know. What a jackass, right? I think that's one of the things that Jeff brought up. He's like, I think they only have like, what, like nine or ten lives, Jeff? But yeah. if you think of it, he has several clones. They have 10 lives. He's showing up 10 lives. Yeah. They have 10 lives. So even if he had 10 clones, that's 50. So if something doesn't go his way, that's what I said, Willie. I'm like, man, man, that's sinister as fuck. I'm like, damn, who, <laughs> who named this guy? This is perfect. So he'll just like, damn, that didn't go my way. Eh, kill that one this time. Eh, no, no, that one. It's her turn. And then he'll just reset it. I mean, they eventually caught on to what he was doing, but I'm just like, but that's still, why, like, like, yeah, that's why like he's one of my most favorite bad bad guys. Is it, mm -hmm. Isn't what he's the fastest, the strongest? It's the background stuff that he did, the plotting and the and the scheming and like the genetic research. Like that's the dangerous ones that you're like, oh damn, he was doing that the whole time. Like I didn't know that. Damn, you know. Well, that's kind of thing. So that's actually all I got for uh, for the wonderful and amazing Mister Sinister. Okay. Well, I think it's time for the uh, final shots and thoughts. Oh, okay. Are we done? <laughs> all right. Let's yes. go, lady. Um. <laughs> so uh, we want to go ahead and just go ahead and thank everybody that uh, came through for our second episode. It's been super great to just watch that number uh, continue to rise. Um, it's it's awesome having you guys here, having the interaction. It's just such a blessing to be here, really. Um, so watch the USDN uh, page for more updates on uh, Queens of Nerdom episode three, as well as our very first episode of USDN. Um, we will be posting updates and timings for those episodes in the next coming uh, weeks. Um, so just like be on the lookout for that. Thank you, Kately, for this great show. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Also, Jen and I like had a fantastic time doing this heroes and villains. Uh, then we'd like to just keep going with it for a little while longer. So uh, watch out for a poll. Uh, we're going to be um, doing on the USDN page. And that's going to be on our next topic for heroes, which is drumroll, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it's going to be on the DC Gotham. Uh, so, you know, I have my little joker over here. Um, so, you know, we're going to be doing the hero side of that first. Oh, probably. 
Yeah, no, over here. <laughs> um, also, a special thank you uh, to the DFBN podcast um, group. Uh, all of the love and the support, uh, we just cannot say thank you enough. It's been an honor to just be a part of you guys and just see um, the creation and the uh, group, not kind of group think, but like just just the creativity with, that we all have and that we're all like surging forward with. Um, also a special thank you and shout out to Gigi and XBT. Um, she is the amazing woman that has been putting up the Quan and USDN logos um, that you can see today. Um, and all of our, all of your graphic needs or anything like that, please go out to her. Um, she really is amazing. Um, Gigi actually, um, spoiler alert, will be our first uh, guest that we're going to have on an interview series that we're also doing. Um, and mm -hmm. dates will be coming very soon for that. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is USDN approved. See y'all. Good night. Good night, guys.